0: Thank you. Going on, everybody. It's your boy Kendrick Gray, the dreadlock blur here, back with another dreadlock blur talk interview. Here, I am joined by a good friend of mine from back in like wow, middle school, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's how far we go. Like, uh,
1: Kendall Haynes, uh, yes, what sir.
0: is going on, man? How's everything been?
1: Great, great, can't complain, man. I'm out in this living this California life in this heat, trying to stay yeah. cold, cool out here. What's the temperature out over there? Actually, oh, it, it says it's like 80s, but it feels like 100.
0: Um, we kind of got the same thing going on here in Jersey. It's in the seventies right now, but it's raining. But even okay. so that humidity is still like really like killer. So it's like,
1: it's really ridiculous. I wish we had um, rain here.
0: Yeah. I mean, hopefully it's going to, I think it's supposed to rain a couple of days, but we'll see how those, you know, how Jersey is, it's kind of funny. So yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, so for those of you guys who are unaware, Kendall Haynes has recently become practically famous for writing a children's book. Um, I believe it's called Good Night Mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, Good getting, Night Mirror. Going, getting over your fear of the dark. Um it's been and it's been taking, well at least as far as I know, it's been taking the United States by storm, right? Because yeah, you know, pretty well. you've been going going on tours, promoting the book. Um, I think this is famous because you actually use um you, you AI partly to you know put the book together. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I used um Mid-journey for the artwork, and ChatGPT helped me get the story started, and then I just fine-tuned it with what, how I wanted to, the story to come out, and then it all came together. I used the Canva to put it all together, to marry the two, the art and the, uh, the words, and then it all came together.
0: Um, Before we get into the work, can you just give everybody just a short, short little brief summary about who you are and what you've done and how you've led up to writing a children's book?
1: Yeah, I uh, I guess I'm a jack of all trades. Um, I was formerly a flight attendant with United Airlines for like 10 or 11 years. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, I became a dad. So I stopped flying uh, back in 2019. Um, and then after that, um, I joined Rivian, the electric car company, because uh, I wanted to get back into the workforce. And uh, I love cars and I love technology. So that married the two. Right. Uh, And then that schedule was not uh, working out with the family life, so I left Rivian. Um, And since then, I've been trying to find ways to help my family out and support them as best as I can with with the tools that I know. And one thing I do know is technology. And I always try to stay up to date with what's going on and uh, ways to make some extra income. Mm -hmm. And I was just on YouTube and I found using mid journey to to do books. And I was like, I can do that. So then I just was playing around with it, trying to do the artwork. And then middle of the night, I'm just because my my creative juices were flowing in the middle of the night. So then I just my daughter came in and she's like she's having trouble sleeping. I was like, that's the that's the moment. <laughs> I was like that that that's a good one right there. I'll use that. And then from there it just blossomed and I don't know. I just I put the book together in a couple of days. And and I just published it. I figured out how to self-publish. Nice. Um, and I just I just put the book out and it's been doing very well. I've done a few book signings. Um, I'm actually going to be, there's a marketplace in San Francisco here called the Head West Marketplace. It's lots of people selling crafts and jewelry and those things. And I actually got a booth there. I'm going to be, that's nice. going to be August 6th at the Ferry Building in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to be having some stuff there. I'm going to sell some shirts. I want to do bookmarks and, obviously the books are going to be there and just promoting the business overall. Did it mm. blossom just from a children's book to actual business? Right. Because This is something that I, uh, I love and like, wait, I can have fun doing this. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going with it.
0: Nice. Um, what would you say was the main, main inspiration for writing a children's book?
1: Um, I guess being a dad, Uh, being a dad now it's, seeing it from this side of things being a, being a dad now I, I could see how the trials and tribulations of being a parent and what your kids go through and you go through mm-hmm. and it just made me more receptive to that and it's it's definitely something relatable because lots of people have kids and they all go through different things in their lives and I just figured that this was uh it was it started out something like like fun it's just like something I could just do and then when I saw the response to it I was like wait this is people actually like this so I just I think I got something here so I just kept going from there and how many kids do you have uh, I have one uh oh. one daughter and I have a stepson
0: okay um and I'm and i figure your daughter's the oldest
1: uh no my daughter's actually the youngest she'll oh, she's the youngest? Be, she'll be 4 on the 25th okay and my stepson's 11
0: okay cool
1: yeah
0: um uh what would you say like cuz I mean, I know you mentioned that um, your daughter kind of pretty much gave you the inspiration behind the main idea for the children's book. Yeah. Um, were there any other um, children's books that you kind of drew from also that might have been your favorite when you were a kid?
1: Um, no. I mean, I've always had the the books that I grew up as a kid and that I love, like the Berenstein Bears and the Clifford mm-hmm. books and and those types of books. Um, but. The inspiration for this book just came from my daughter because I wanted a some I wanted a story that tells that has the main character as a person of color mm-hmm. um that was very important to me. um I've growing up i I don't remember many books that had just kids going through everyday stuff in a in a children's book and something that they can relate to and understand so that that blossomed um that came from just seeing that in the, in the children's book landscape, just thinking about as I'm making this book, like I'm not seeing that representation. So that was very important that I wanted to make sure that that's a, a focal point.
0: That that definitely is just because, I mean, and you and I both know just when we were kids, you know, like you said, there weren't a lot of books that had our faces on them, you know, unless there was something like historical or something like that, you know, and yeah you know oftentimes people forget that like all kids i mean for the most part you know kind of go through all the same childhood tribulations as children you know being afraid to go to sleep because it might be too dark or monsters under the bed and things like that so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i definitely think it's highly important that those things are represented you know especially in today's you know social climate you know where you know inclusion is a is 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 everything essentially yeah. inclusion is everything so you know and everybody wants to feel represented which is something a lot of these other companies don't seem to understand or they just don't yeah. want to understand which mm-hmm. is the craziest thing um yeah um it's... so yeah
1: no i'm gonna say that they company with all with stuff like this no matter what the topic is companies begin to understand when it hits their bottom line when mm-hmm. they see that they can make money off of what the people actually want, then they invest in those things. So we have to, I want to do more books and I want to like to see more things with people of color. And then these companies will see that we, this is something that you can benefit from and that we all can benefit from because we get the products that we want and the companies hit like love their bottom line. So it's a win-win situation. Mm -hmm. I just want to see it more.
0: Right. What would you say were the strengths you discovered as a children's writer and some of the weaknesses you
1: discovered as a writer? Uh, well, let's say the, the, the strengths is. I've discovered this because over, over throughout my life, I've like wondered about what we have. I've always had the big dream of like, I want to be a millionaire. I'll make lots of money. Mm-hmm. And then like, you figure out like, that's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, like, I figured that, like, if I'm going to do something, I don't want to do a career where um I'm not going to love it. Right. I want my career to be something that I love, because when you love something, you're going to put your all into it. You're going to get the best product out of it, no matter if it's performing on stage or you're in a classroom. If that's your thing, you're going to put your all into it and you're going to excel at it. So mm-hmm. that's why um I feel like this creating the books is a strength for me and, like, because I'm, I'm a creative person. I just, I have ideas. And now with this, with the AI, it gives me that outlet to make these ideas come to life. And I think that's definitely a big strength because now I have this outlet because many people, there are many people in the world who don't, who have like the ideas like, oh, I had this idea for an invention or a book, but they never were able to do it. And now this this platform gives them that opportunity to create those things. So I feel like that's a strength um and weaknesses. Um I'd say the business side of things because I'm Mm. not I'm not a business person. Right. Um obviously I want this business to grow and be as big as it can be. Um but I need to learn a lot of different softwares and different ways to have a successful booth at a marketplace. For example, like I'm gonna have and all that research, like I need to build up my strengths and uh, my weaknesses on those things so that I am successful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a bit humbling because like, you everybody wants to hit the ground running, but then you hit the ground and like, wait, I don't know what to do. Right. So I got to put that research in, that, that hard work. That's where the hard work comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely fun to create the books and all that, but you, you definitely have to put that work in to be successful.
0: Um, are you, is this a solo venture at the moment? Yeah, and, and um, are you looking to like probably, I guess maybe not even maybe not partner up, but like, you know, include some people in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, to like kind of help, like you said, help the business, like kind of like get to a point where it's sustaining, maybe not necessarily on its own, but like it's easier to manage. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: absolutely. Yeah, I definitely um, I would love to work with different artists, uh, because I think that. While I can do the AI side of things, when the AI is blossoming, there are still going to be people who would love a traditional illustration, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not something that I can do at all. Right. But I definitely would love to find somebody who can do the artwork. So if um, I have a client who wants wants that style of uh, illustrations, and I can do that. It can be all in-house, and I can grow with someone and help build a business and help their lives, and it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, so I definitely would love to partner with people and find the best talent and do it the right way.
0: Would you say that, um, or, ra- or rather, I mean, I, we, like you, we've talked about, you know, the fact that you've been using AI to publish this book. Um, as time progresses on and you start to publish more books, do you hope to rely less on AI or just about the
1: same? Uh, I'd say just about the same in the sense of the the imagery that mm. can be created. and I, I think it's it's amazing things that can be created with with the uh, with the AI. Um, but also, I say less with the the text the and the writing side of things. yeah, um, because I think that while it's a good starting point to use ai to to get your your stories going, the AI is gonna have a hard time figuring out like our emotions and how we respond to certain words and how they're put together. Um, I think that's something that can never be replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a side note, actually, I've, I've been hearing lots of things about the uh, the film industry and their word about AI taking over. And rightfully so, um, I just, I believe that there's a, as long as you provide value that no matter what it is, you can't be replaced.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the the writers and the the actors and everybody involved in those situations, they have that they they are valued. And there's nobody that can replace a Samuel L. Jackson or like or somebody big stars like that. Those performances you can't authentically get from AI. Right. Um, so I think that's that's something that that'll never go away. As long as you provide value, no matter what it is, you you can still be successful in what you do.
0: I I wholeheartedly agree. I'm 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 gonna be talking later in a later show about the entire strike. You know, writers' yeah. strike. I, the writers' strike I kind of touched on a, a, a while back, but mm-hmm. now that the actors are striking, um, I'm, I'm gonna try to do a deep dive a little bit about that later. But like like you said, and I wholeheartedly agree. Like I I do feel like. AI has, you know, its benefits, but at the same time, there's just certain things that you cannot replace in you know, like human ingenuity and just like being able to think on the fly, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is something that's inherently character, inherent characteristics of, you know, humans. So, yeah. you know, all you can do with AI at this point right now is just tell it, you can just tell it what to do. Mm -hmm. But even so, like it's not gonna always come out the way you want it. So sometimes you just gotta rework a couple of things just to make it your own. Mm -hmm. Um, I know this. I know this book was pretty much inspired by your daughter. Mm
2: -hmm. But
0: um, what are what were some of the topics that you were trying to brainstorm about before you know your daughter gave you the inspiration?
1: Um, I honestly I didn't know. Honestly, I because. Uh are you sure I'm sure you you know I love the superhero Marvel yeah, world. Mm-hmm. We talked about that a few times. Yeah. Um uh I wasn't I was thinking that was that one the idea. Um and actually before I even got into the books, um, I'd wanted to start a clothing line. Oh okay. using the AI artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, actually put out a few t-shirts. Um and they were inclusive. I wanted the, the designs to be inclusive because one had um, hands, like four hands joined together. Like of all <laughs> shades of color, said enough is enough. We all deserve better. Um, and this was around the time uh, the young man's name escapes me, but the young man who was, uh, who was shot at, the, at a traffic stop accidentally by the officer, uh, she was reaching for her taser and she actually shot him and, and killed him. Um, and that, yeah, and so we to, into, it, too. yeah. It, to, to do that shirt. Um, and then I branched off into mental health shirts and like I had a shirt that said, it's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so just cause I wanted those positive things to be out there cause we need more of them. And then when my daughter came in that night, it just it joined everything together because, everybody relates to children and what they go through and they love children. And we all, they all, everybody has these fears. And I figure I could use the books to bring light to a lot of things that kids aren't talking about that they go through Mm -hmm. and that people would respond to. Um, I have another book that I'm working on that. um, A child's dog dies. And one of my characters helps them, go through that process mm-hmm. and like figure out that it's okay to be sad about it and that kind of thing um because i feel like there's not many stories about tough topics like that even mm-hmm. that kids go through kids go through what? death of pets and they go through death in different ways um and i also want to do books on simple stuff like going to the dentist or learning to swim and like all these things that and do it from a perspective of African-American people and people of color because it's not the same going to the dentist for us is not the same as someone else you're
0: absolutely right yeah
1: so (laughs) like there's different fears in there there's different even the the offices are different yeah there's there's lots of differences I want to show that world to everybody and so it's relatable and then also informative
0: I I I can I'm I'm definitely behind you all on all that because, you know, it's that, def- I mean, we we've seen books like that before, but they only, it's almost kind of surface level with how they go into things. And, and like you said, like what they experience isn't the same as how we experience it, you know? Yeah. And like in 2023, there are still people that, you know, are, are afraid to still go to the doctor, afraid yeah. to go to the dentist. And, you know, and especially as children, you know, that can be, exponentially double for them because you know yeah. maybe some of the horror stories that they've heard growing up like in conversations and stuff so mm-hmm. it's, i i think that's definitely a good avenue to go to because you know kids of our demographic you know they have to know that like it's okay to do these things it's okay to be afraid of these things but also mm-hmm. you know to try to get over that fear and try to you know become comfortable with yeah. things like that because you know these things are a part of everyday life. Like you know, you mentioned about writing a book about you know someone losing their pet. You know, it happens a lot more often than people realize. And like you know, even now there's even some adults that don't even know how to handle losing a pet. Yeah. So so it's like, and when you're a kid, you you tend to spend a lot of time with pets more than adults do because adults have jobs. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, you know they you know you got a pet that's like your best friend, and then when they're gone, yeah. you know you know, it kind of becomes a hard process to understand. Yeah, um, sure. Be- because of the fact that you were, that you, that AI helped you, you know, put this book together, what would, how would you describe your writing process? What was that like?
1: Uh, The writing process, it was, I just wanted to ma- make sure, like, I wasn't thinking of it as, as far as, um. it needs to be perfect. I just mm-hmm. wanted it to, to sound like it was me, make sure it mm-hmm. was like, I put my in stamp into it. Um, and just just going over the story, the process over again, that editing process of, it's never ever perfect. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Right, just, yeah. <laughs> it feels like you make a bunch of edits, like, all right, I'm done. But then like, you always feel like there's one more thing that needs to be changed. Um, but as as long as I felt that the um, main idea came across and everything flowed perfect, like how I wanted it to flow, I felt like that I I accomplished it. <clears throat> um, and even still, I'm still like looking at my books now and thinking about changes that I could have made. Um, but hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. So it just it's a, it's a learning process, and if you look at any any product from the beginning to where it is now it's you see it's it always evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always thinking about ways to evolve. And the writing process for me was just the beginning of that process. Like, cause I'm not a writer and I'm, I'm definitely not uh, somebody who can draw. So just putting these ideas down and figuring out how to put that into a, uh, into a book in a great way. it's It's definitely a learning process. It's pretty fun. So I'm, I'm happy with that. What what came out?
0: Nice, because you know, like I said before, you know, everyone has their thoughts and opinions on AI. You yeah. know, to me, to me, right now, I like just like you, I look at it as like a just an extra tool mm-hmm. to help you kind of gather your thoughts and kind of ideas and put them in a way that you know maybe you maybe you couldn't do it just on your own because you know, yeah. let's be real. You know, the writing process is hard. It can be hard and easy at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, you you can have an idea in your head and you may not know where the first step would be, you know, whether it be like to outline your ideas or to just start writing and getting it out on paper, so to speak. So,
1: yeah, and there, there are lots of people I've seen. I've gotten it from both ends of the spectrum with, um, with this book, um, mm-hmm. because I've joined a, a bunch of different Facebook groups and um, different organizations. Um, and I've seen, I've posted my artwork and people say, AI artists stolen, or I'm getting lots of negative feedback. And like, I understand it because people are fearful because mm-hmm. um, the people that have been negative towards me have been illustrators mm-hmm. and okay. they, they, they feel in my opinion, they feel threatened. Uh, by, by AI and like it's going to take their job away and I can see why they're fearful but I don't think they need to be as fearful because if like I said before if you provide value your customers or whoever you've been working with they're going to know that mm-hmm. and they're going to come back to you and they're not going to just like if you've done a project with somebody and they loved you They're not going to just jump ship and go to AI and try that versus having that strong relationship with you. Right. Um, It just wouldn't work that way. Um, But I feel like with every, every new innovation that comes out, people will have to find a way to evolve. Um, I take it all the way back to when we went from horse and buggy to motorized vehicles. Mm -hmm. People had to figure it out and we had to evolve and figure out how to do it find a different job if we, if need be or um how to live our lives with this this new tool All right. that's just that's where we are now like we have to the people who are struggling with it just need to figure out how they're gonna evolve with this whether it's getting a new job in this area or just learning more about it as long as you do those things your value will never be diminished so i just think people need to have more of an open mind and as it, as it evolves, people will see that it, it is a tool that we can use and it's not going to take over and like the terminator and <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. That, that, that's it's, just, it's, it's, not going to happen. I, I don't believe it's going to happen that way.
0: It's, it's interesting because, you know, one, in the advent of AI, when things like mid journey, and all these other, you know, programs started sprouting out, you know, producing AI art, you know, I've had plenty of friends, friends who are in, like, you know, like in animation and illustration. And just like you, you know, they were coming out against it saying that, you know, it's stolen artwork and things like that. And I've always said, even, even in regards to, like, the film industry, how many original ideas are there really out there? Exactly. Exactly. Like, like, this is something I've talked about, you know, here and there, but like, legitimately speaking, you know, how many original ideas are out there, you know, just just floating in the ether? You know, every movie we've seen, almost every movie, almost every, I'd say like maybe 90 to 95% of every movie, TV show, even book that we've, that's been produced, borrows heavily from something else. Yep. You know, like it, it just takes it just takes a keen mind to really not even do a deep dive, but to really understand where the inspiration for that is coming from. Yeah. You know, like I mean, shoot, how many movies have come out that were almost the same exact premise? Yeah. And they came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of them. You you, you can count. You can count, them. you can count on like both hands how many times that happens. Like it's like you, but like you said, it's like it's one of those things where like if you take the time out and really like get into it figure out the ins and outs of these different programs like you you'll probably realize that like one is not going to replace it's not going to replace human ingenuity we've already talked yeah. about that it's not going to replace that but maybe you could find a find a way to make it work for you like i mean human ingenuity it it, it is what it is it's like only the human mind can really create something as delicate as some of the things that I've seen my friends, you know, draw. And it's like, I could, I mean, A, I could probably do it, but like, is, like, there's just going to be certain levels that it may not reach as of yet. And like you yeah. said, like, you know, we can skip over the whole Terminator, you know, yeah. Skynet um, yeah. processing, like, you know, until they actually start building machines that can actually do that stuff or, do things like determinate, the then like I think we're kind of in the clear for right now. You yeah. know, we'll cross that bridge when it when we get yeah. there. Exactly. And, and stuff like that.
1: So and even uh, in those movies, the the humans prevailed. So exactly. <laughs> so you know, exactly the point. So it's just yeah. like, I mean people uh people forget things like that. Like even with with the fast food industry, like mcdonald's wasn't the only one there's now there's wendy's now mm-hmm. there's park now there's uh the in and out there's like but they all branched from mcdonald's mm-hmm. and even with like the car industry just not one car brand there's different exactly. iterations of people come with different ideas and different ways to do like it's always evolving mm-hmm. and people forget there's not just one like there are people who um who i've talked to that like they believe AI art is so simple to do. I, I even had somebody I was talking to, um, he was a potential client and he was just saying like, it's very easy to do AI artwork. And I just thought to myself, like, if it's, very, if it's that easy, then you should be able to do it. Because if it's if there's something so easy, then you should try to do it because it may seem easy to, to the everyday person, like AI artwork, but if you don't do something yourself, you won't see the process and like, you don't just put in whatever words and you get exactly a perfect product the first time. It takes, mm-hmm. yeah. it takes some time to fine tune things and get it how you want it. Um, it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. Right. Um, like, play, I, I'm a big football fan. And people may may seem like, "Oh, football's such an easy game to play, but ask a football player if it's easy exactly they don't it's it's not that easy for them it's it just it's all about perspective, um, yeah, as long as people see that like if you really try to put in the work and try to make try to make a book with a i and see how far you get mm-hmm. you you'll definitely have more respect for the people that are using it and even illustrators on like regular on traditional illustrators uh it's, it's not a, an easy process
0: mm-hmm. you know as a person who who actually went to school for like art and graphic design you know i can tell you like the things that you know these AI programs are doing especially like mid-journey which is like in my opinion the top tier of yeah. ai art you know it's it's still not going to come out the way you want it to come out unless you know, you don't have to be very specific with your mm-hmm. prompts or yeah. go in and make the adjustments yourself. Yeah. You know, it, it it's it's going to be a while, you know, program, I mean, different programs, AI included, are only programmed to do what you tell it to do. Yeah. Their job is to be very precise. You, you know, know, only the human mind can delve into the complexities of making it the way you want it to be exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so yeah, it's not gonna. It the, all the ideas come from us. It's, exactly. it's not like uh, the computers. Like here's your finished product. You have to mm-hmm. think about your idea and how you want it to look and how you want it to come out and like, the lighting of everything. And it's it's like definitely a complicated process.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, going forward with your other projects, are mm-hmm. different characters going to be introduced? Because I know the one for this book is. Based off of your daughter like is she yeah. gonna be the inspiration for more of these characters or are you gonna find different inspiration yes. for different characters and things like that
1: absolutely um well my daughter I, I kind of feel like I should have uh used her name in the beginning because um mm-hmm. her name is Amina uh, mm-hmm. we call her Mina so that's why I got the name Mira from and during my first book signing um she was there and people would ask are you Mira are you Mira she's like no I'm Mina but like the book is based off of her.
2: Right.
1: So like, she she so just didn't like, comprehend. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, I will, um, while that character is based off of her, um, mm. I did create another character that is actually supposed to be her. Okay. Um, I have, it's up on my LinkedIn profile and believe on my website as well. Um, her character, and there's definitely gonna be other characters um, of all races. Um, people of color all over the spectrum Um, because I want to include everybody as much as possible. Um, Whether it's all in the same story or in our own separate uh, storyline, I definitely want to make more characters and build off of what this book is providing me.
0: That sounds dope. Really dope. Um, I know, again, this book, I know is based on, you know, kids being afraid of the dark. Um, Did you do any extensive research on that? Because you know, it's not that often that we still hear kids being afraid of the dark, but we still do. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah.
1: Uh, no, I haven't done any research. It's just the parenting research is what yeah. i mm-hmm. Um, is Because I just, I know what she goes through every night. I know what I go go through every night. Um, she still has a struggle with it because <clears> it's not because so much is fear. It's just that she wants to sleep with mommy and dad right so 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 that that that's her thing but uh before like she would you know see the the shadows from her fan like she'd think it's a monster Mm -hmm. like it's it's okay like so just I understand from that perspective what she was going through so that that was my my research into uh, into this story and what uh how she should overcome it um she actually gave me the idea for the fairy uh, nice. to help her in the story because um, I was just thinking like yeah I can have a story about someone just afraid of the dark but what's what are they going to go through what's the story going to be about yeah and then so she helped me with that and then yeah just thinking about ways that like what would a kid need to get over their fear of the dark and it's they already have it within them mm-hmm. so this book is hopefully helping them see that it's already you didn't have any there's no other fairies or magic that's going to make you strong it's always inside of you and you yeah. already have that you just need to find it and that's why in this book the the character mira she went on her own quest because she had to find her inner strength mm-hmm. and that's what i wanted um all these kids to see that it's it's already inside of you you just have to find it
0: that, that brings up an interesting point because you know and i want to get your take you know um i don't know if you did this but you know what what are your thoughts on the current state of children's books children's literature
1: um i think it's it's definitely evolving um because i've seen i haven't even realized like just being on instagram and just seeing the different um because there are always people advertising different books and showing off books of the week and that kind of stuff mm. there are a lot more books on Inclusion and different topics that aren't talked about before, so the landscape is definitely growing, and I'm I am here for it. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, There are different there's different books about even kids with different skin conditions Mm. or uh, mental health for little kids, and it's it's amazing. I'm I'm very very happy with what's going on, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it, and hope to grow with everything that's happening.
0: I, I, I wholeheartedly agree because it's, it's interesting. I think about all these different places in the, in the U S where they're trying to prohibit just certain books yeah. from being read, not only in schools, but just in the general public yeah. books, as you mentioned that involve like inclusion, you know, like p- kids of different backgrounds, um, orientations, even, you know, kids that have like maybe certain developmental issues or disabilities and stuff, because, you mm-hmm. know these kids exist, you know, I, I've been working in the school system, you know, for a few years now. I've mm-hmm. seen all these different types of kids from essentially different walks of life. And at the end of the day, kids just want to know that they exist. Yep. They, 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 that's, really, that's really the beginning and the end of it. Kids just want to know that they exist. So when they see themselves represented in a book or a movie or a TV show or a cartoon or whatever, you know, it helps them to feel better about themselves. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite one of my favorite cartoons right now is Craig of the Creek. I think mm-hmm. that's probably one of the best animated shows that's been on TV for the past couple of years. I think it just ended though, which is kind of sad. Yeah. But you know, I think that was a show that not only not only showed a spotlight on, you know, the imagination of kids. You know, especially at that age, I think those kids were like you know, like third and fourth graders and stuff like that. But you know, the fact that they included different kids of different backgrounds—you know, one kid was non-binary, one mm-hmm. kid, one couple, you know, a kid might be gay, one kid was deaf, and he only could mm-hmm. talk between talking sign language. Kids of different like racial backgrounds and stuff like that, and you know, and and it, and, it, and it kills me when all these people. Get all bent out of shape about you know things being woke, which is uh-huh. a term that they are completely using wrong. But I've already talked about that. Yeah, uh, it's um, it, it boggles the mind that you don't want any type of representation for all these different people that exist to be at the forefront. And you know, you know, even with my, even with our daughter, she's she's only eleven months. You know, so yeah. well we read to her, we read to her, you know, certain things. But um, yeah. like even even your book, you know, really, even though she's not at the point where she can like really grasp the concept of it, but still, it's important that she can see that there's a there's a character on the cover of that book that looks like her,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. is is uh, to me it's very important not only as like you know an educator but a parent but just like someone who is a part of the group that always needs representation, yeah. you know. So um. And-
1: Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to say, uh, just back on what you were, you were just saying, like it's people always will fear till the end of time, people will fear what they do not understand.
2: True. So, whether Very
1: it's non binary people or transgender people, people are, or drag queens, people are negative and hateful when they do not understand and they cannot relate to what that is. Exactly. Even with the simple term of woke, like, woke is meant to be a positive term it's just meant to bring like being awakened to what's happening in the world exactly not something that is being portrayed as negative and hateful and all that it's it's literally woke means like to awaken like that's that's all it means (laughs) exactly so it's not it's not something that people are making it out to be and that that's very frustrating it's just the landscape of where things are right now People are using that fear to get what they want. Yes, they're mm-hmm. just they're like, oh, people are scared of, of woke, and they're they're scared of uh, tra- uh drag queens and things of that nature. We're gonna we're gonna use that and and build our platform based off of that fear, and it's mm-hmm. it's not right. Um, and there's nothing to fear with all of those things, because in in my belief, in my opinion, you could be transgender, binary, non-binary, whatever you want to be. It doesn't hurt my life in any way. Exactly. i'm still yeah. allowed yeah. to live my life and do the things that i want to do you can still live your life whatever way you you see fit or how you feel you are and mm-hmm. it doesn't affect me in any way so why should i be angry towards you yeah like there are safe spaces for their gay clubs and like you don't see like the gay clubs are not taking over the traditional clubs mm-hmm. like they have their own space they they want to live their lives and do their own things. so it's why not let them do that exactly uh if that that just that'll always boggle my mind but i, I digress
0: <laughs> my 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 whole thing is so it's been it's always been like listen at the end of the day most people they just they just want to live they mm-hmm. just want to live their lives unbothered you know because at the end of the day i mean a lot of us are almost kind of going through the same surface some a little bit more than others based yeah. on you know but you how you live your life but at the end of the day we're all just trying to stay fed stay healthy keep a roof over our heads and not go crazy <laughs> that's yeah. really all we're really trying to do in this crazy world so yeah um
1: yeah just the, the fact that people try to control and like make people believe the things that they believe mm-hmm. whether it's religion or um the way to live your life like it's there's no right way like everybody has their own beliefs and we need to let them believe what they want to believe and live their lives how they want to live them and we don't need to make people conform to one way of doing things or what the people in charge believe it's not right. always the right way exactly I, I i
0: totally agree about that um considering this is your first book yeah what would you say rather this is kind of a 2 part. what what other books inspired you to write this book Mm -hmm. and what would you say has been the most pressing challenge with getting the first book
1: out uh honestly this whole process there wasn't an inspiration for me to write this book it was life experience Mm. inspired me to write this book um and i think that that's that's one of the best ways, best places that ideas can come from, because you know what you've gone through, you know what um, has come from that situation, so you're able to talk about it in depth, and how it made you feel, and maybe somebody has dealt with the same thing, and they can relate. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't a specific book that helped me, but just thinking back, it like, our days in in the school in Montclair there library we were always there a lot yeah and like this all those stories that were there um even the simple ones uh like the clifford books like i said before and and the berenstein bears like those were all great stories even still to this day yeah um and i'm sorry your second part of your question sorry
0: um what would you say was the absolute most challenging thing about getting this book together?
1: Uh, the most challenging thing was figuring out the self publishing process, oh. honestly. Because um, it wasn't uh, straightforward. Um, I had to learn that, like, I initially published with Amazon. Okay. And I was like, oh, great. Amazon's a great, everybody knows Amazon. Mm-hmm. They can definitely buy my book through there. Right. Um, but then I thought about it and I was like, I wanted to get my book into the library and I, call, I emailed the library and they're like, um, are you on this publisher? I'm like, no, I'm only on Amazon. I was like, well, we, we can't have you because you're not with a regular publisher. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure that out. um, And I wasn't able to go into any stores because I was with Amazon. So I had to switch publishers and then I was able to get into those stores and they can just order my book.
2: Right.
1: And also with the um, the ISBN number, I learned I learned what an ISBN number was, that like the ID number on the back of the book, many people don't think about it, but if you wait for self-publishing, if you, the, these companies provide a free ISBN number to publish a book. While that may seem great, if there are any issues with that company or say a big publisher wants to take you on and they publish your book, you wouldn't be able to do that because Amazon or whoever publisher will own your ISBN number. Mm -hmm. So you you don't have that flexibility. So now I I own the numbers. Nice. So I'm able to have that flexibility as a business owner. And like, if I want to do whatever with my book, I can just take that book out and publish it however I want to publish it. Um, so ownership is very big. You While know, it seem, it may seem like, oh, this is easy. I can just publish my book for free. Yes, it is free to publish your book with their with their ISBN number, but you have to be mindful of what that um, what that means.
0: Actually, that that makes a lot of sense because, on, um, yeah. I mean, aside from you, there's only a maybe a handful of people that I know that are like you know really put books out, and mm-hmm. that's. That's been one of the um challenges most people are talked about. Like, you know, just the publishing and like getting it out there to the public. And like, you know, there's a lot of people that think it's easy to do, but like, no, there's a there's there's a good amount of red tape. You yeah. kind of gotta cut through to get it to where you want it want it to be. And and like yeah. you said, everyone automatically knows thinks Amazon because they just know what Amazon is. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you just gotta you gotta do a little bit more research. Yep. Who who's the best people to go with um aside from that what would you what would be your advice to anyone looking to become a writer or let alone a children's book writer
1: just to, to do it basically because it's oh you never want to have an idea and be regretful mm-hmm. um because i've had just simple ideas in my life and like every day i would just have an idea and then never do anything with it and then somebody else come out with it and they make billions like yeah that would have been me (laughs) (laughs) but now with these tools one thing i've learned with ai like if you have any idea whether it's a book or an invention you can use it to help you go through that process of figuring out what it is how to make it what the process is to even get it out to the masses um but it's definitely you have to figure out uh what you want to do and as long like make sure you do what you love that's number one for me right uh I've discovered that like you need to in order you need to do what you love because then you'll excel at it and it won't be it won't seem like work when something seems like work you're not going to be as excited about it you're not going to put your all into it and then you're not going to get the best product Mm -hmm. um so definitely i would say to those people just whatever idea you have write it down and then use tools like like ChatGPT or other there are other different tools and talk your ideas out with someone because then you'll be able to make something physical out of it and bring it to life and uh, share your ideas with the world.
0: I, I think that's pretty sound advice, actually. Very <laughs> good. Um, Kendall, this was such a great conversation to have. Um, I've been following you since the release of the book. And, you know, a lot of our mutual friends, of course, have been like, you know, staying on top of things like, and I said to myself, I had to get you on the show. Because, I mean, I don't know too many people that have published a book, you know, a children's book at that at this magnitude, and you know, I've seen I've seen the pictures and you know, you know, doing book signings and everything. So I know it's been like an exciting ride, and I know I'm pretty sure you're on you're working on the next book yeah. as we speak, right?
1: Yeah, um, on the next book for sure. Um. Any idea what the premise behind it's gonna be or do we gotta wait? Uh well, there's the the book I talked about with the the friend's dog passing away. Mm-hmm. Uh so we have that one. And I wanna do more stories like uh talked about the everyday stuff. Like my daughter uh is learning to swim. Mm-hmm. So I want to do a story on that and just everyday stuff that is usually overlooked. Um, and just make stories about that and uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Nice.
0: Like, I'm I'm definitely gonna be um keeping um these things close to the chest also. Um uh before Thank we you. sign off, um, where can people find you?
1: All right, I am on Instagram is pages by Kendell. Um and Twitter is the same handle, uh pages by Kendell. Um, usually, my most my biggest thing is is Instagram. Uh, if you want to reach me, and Facebook as well. Um, just my name, Kendall Haynes, or um, pages by Kendall. You can find that as well. And I, I look forward to talking to everybody. And if anybody has any ideas or questions, feel free to reach out. I'm I'm always accessible.
0: Definitely. Um, if you guys have children, and you're looking for more posts that are representative uh definitely pick this one up uh like i said we got it um we're gonna keep reading it until she can understand the book <laughs> essentially but um Thank definitely look at um we'll definitely be on the lookout for the next one absolutely. all the links where you can find them will be in the description box so don't even worry about it if you know you can catch it but they'll, they'll be honest so you can find it check the book out get it sure. if you can kendall yeah. kendall this was such an awesome awesome conversation um Thank you. Maybe brother. when the next when, when the next book's drops, we'll probably have you back on the show and we'll talk about that one also.
1: Absolutely. And real quick before we go, um, my website, if if you would like an autograph copy of the book, uh, the only place to get that is my website, pages awesome. under the shop section. Um, if you order it through Amazon or Barnes and Noble, there you can get that's just a regular copy. But if you want it signed, uh you can definitely get it through me.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Um Thank you, you, I appreciate it thank you so much kinder for agreeing to be on the show man um i know it took us a while to finally lock down uh, a time slot but i'm glad we were able to get this um again me too so um, thank you brother thank you very much for anyone who's watching and listening because this of course goes up on youtube facebook as well as pot um as well as um you know spotify um definitely you know give us a listen um and like I said, all of this will be in the description. So definitely get the book whenever you can. It's a good read. I think if you got kids, they'll definitely enjoy it. Um, we, okay. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in.
1: We're out. Bye, guys. Thanks. Peace.